8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, who is the Murad Asra, the spiritual leader of the Bialystoker Synagogue here in uh, the Lower East Side portion of New York City, and has been at the helm of uh, one of the programs that uh, he instituted uh, to honor my parents' memory, something that we are uh, indebted to him and this community for, which we'll talk about in a moment. I do remind you that Rabbi Ram uh, was instrumental in the um, in the uh, found, founding of this studio on the very first day that this studio was in existence, which goes back to 2003, I believe, if the if our historical archives are correct. Uh, he was here to deliver a message about the uh, potential success of this studio in Baruch Hashem. Here we are in 2019, enjoying wonderful things on a daily basis. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hey, Nachum, it's a pleasure to be here as always. I appreciate that. Do you remember what you said the first night you were here? 16 years ago? I mean, come on, 16 years ago, why wouldn't you remember it? Right. So <laughs> the good thing is I can tell you what I think I said. Yeah. And probably nobody else remembers either. Yeah, but I do. But uh, <laughs> if if memory serves, I cited the uh, the Birkas HaOreach, the yep. Birkas HaMazon, yep. where uh, there the, the guest who's eating over his host's home blesses him, Shiyuna Chasecha Krovim Lo'ir, that your commute should be a short commute. <laughs> Um, and you know, having the ability to work right across the street from your own home, as opposed to having to schlep out to New Jersey, was a tremendous bracha. And uh, I think at the time I uh, expressed that it should bring more, even more brachas with it. And thank God, here we are, um, all you know, experiencing all of these blessings. Uh, well, yes, that's exactly what you said. Ironically, it just hit me that uh, Benjamin Siegel and I thank you for being there and enhancing our simcha two weeks ago. He walked down. To bear kata oreach. Wow. So that's pretty cool now that, I, now that it all comes full circle and we put it all together. Uh, the Bialystoker Synagogue, um, it is no secret that um, uh, my father, uh, Davin there, uh, both before your tenure and, of course, every day during your tenure until his passing back in 2008. And uh, you went ahead, and I'm sure with others at the synagogue, made a decision two years ago to institute a Siegel Torah Institute that was done in memory of both my parents, Rabbi Zev and Rebbe and Esther Siegel, and the concept was and is uh, that Rabbi Dr. David Horowitz uh, would be here on a daily basis, Monday through Thursday, and literally once tefillah ends, because there are a lot, Baruch Hashem, of minyanim at the Bialystoker Shul, once the last minyan is over, shortly after that, a uh, a series of shiurim would begin, and every day, um, everybody's invited, not just from the Bialystoker Shul, not just from the Lower East Side, but frankly from everywhere, and I, I'm always hoping that these discussions and announcements would um, attract people from other places in Manhattan and other places, since we're relatively accessible, we're lower Manhattan after all, uh, to come and enjoy the shiurim on a daily basis. The uh, Torah Institute, the Siegel Torah Institute, began again yesterday, and that was its inaugural day for this season. That is correct. Baruch Hashem. And uh, Rabbi Horowitz, I know, has a full slate of, of new topics and pursuits in the uh, in the academics of the shiurim, correct? That that is true. It really is, as you described, a beautiful program. Um, one of the beautiful things about Bialystoker Shul, even before this program, is the constancy of minyanim that we have uh, going on in the shul. Thank God for 
really reliable minyanim every morning for Shacharis, the last of which is an 8.30 minyan, you know, that takes place on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, there are numerous people who daven at that minyan who either are young retirees uh, or people who have a work schedule where they don't have to go in, you know, quite at the crack of right. dawn, you know, going or to exactly work. exactly 9 a.m. Or exactly 9 a.m. And, you know, for some of those people, having a learning program, particularly I'm thinking about the young retirees, you know, having a program where you could come into Shul, daven 8.30, get a coffee from the back, you know, maybe have a Danish or something <laughs> like that, and then have two shiurim every morning. First, the Gemara shiur from 9.45 to 10.45, and then a topical shiur from 11 to 12. The Gemara shiur is consistent from Monday to Thursday. The topical shiur changes each day of the week, particularly on Thursday when Rabbi Horowitz does Pashas HaShavua. It's very nicely attended in particular. And, you know, I I think you're a classmate of Rabbi Horowitz, if I'm not mistaken. A few years Um, ago. Yeah, you know, a year or two ago, I think just right before we started the Siegel (laughs) Institute. Um, So, you know, Rabbi Horowitz is not only a Talmud Chacham, but somebody who's just very erudite in a variety of different fields. And he relates really, really well to the people who are coming to the Shia. Uh, There's a real Kesher, there's a real connection that's forged there. He's come out a number of other occasions. He's come out for Shabbosim, you know, to spend time here on the Lower East Side. Legal holidays, sure. Legal holidays. And, you know, just building that cadre of people who are coming in, you know, able to daven shachris in the morning, you know, get two shiurim if they're so inclined, or one shiur if they're so inclined, whatever their schedule is. And then um, you can walk down the block, and if you're 60-plus, I think for $1.50, you can get uh, a hot kosher lunch at the United Jewish Council's... Um, oh, literally next door. Literally next door. Right. You, you can get lunch there, you know, uh, for the 60-plus set, even if you don't live here in the neighborhood. Right. So, you know, again, for somebody who's a young retiree and is still active and looking to do something but trying to figure out what that thing is exactly, it really offers a Torah opportunity to start off the day in a very, very spiritual and spiritually fulfilling kind of way. A couple of things I wanted to add. First of all, Rabbi Horowitz is very reliable. It is rare that he's not here on a Monday through Thursday during the sheer season. 100%. And obviously, you you could sign up and be informed as ever last-minute change, but that's one great thing that he's always there. Um, And um, the other thing is that, uh, and this is one of the things that we had spoken about when we first introduced this whole concept, uh, if one thinks through their morning schedule, they could really enhance their day, as you just described. I'm going to lay it out there, you know, in a more direct fashion. Uh, they could really enhance their day by going straight to the 8:30 shacharis, being in the Bialystoker synagogue for those few minutes between the end of shacharis and the beginning of the first year, and then handling, you know, two sheer presentations by Rabbi Horowitz, and as you said, adding on this. <laughs> kosher lunch possibility that didn't really <laughs> sink in until you said it that you could really and look let's be frank there are a lot of people with a lot of free time on their hands and they would love an organized you know um schedule driven program for themselves in order to you know make their day more fulfilling and this is a golden opportunity uh also as you mentioned the Parsha Shavuot shir on Thursday is a real good standalone shir there are people who come specifically to hear Parsha Shavuot right you know j- just like in some homes the Jewish music increases as the week goes on <laughs> we know that as you get to Thursday and Friday people have a greater interest in in being in a Torah atmosphere and certainly hearing something about the Torah portion so he gives that shir every single Thursday at 11 a.m. 
uh, the weekly Parsha with an emphasis on the commentary of the Ramban. That's for everybody to come and enjoy starting 11 a.m. on Thursday until 12 noon. We've pointed out that we are a relatively short walk from one of the subways that's connected to every other subway in New York. So that's that makes it really convenient if you want to come from uptown or anywhere from Brooklyn, you know, to with the public transportation. And uh, even if somebody wanted to drive in, if they time it right, uh, they'll be able to to park in the area and, and attend these shiurim. Just that they have to investigate that a little bit right. before they do As it. As you know, street parking is actually doable in the Lower East Side, right. as opposed to just about anywhere else in Manhattan. Correct. So th- that is possible. Just you know, make sure you know in advance exactly uh, what the schedule is in terms of the parking regulations. So that's it. We have Rabbi Dr. David Horowitz. He is here every single day. It started yesterday for season number three of the Siegel Torah Institute. Everybody's invited to Bialystoker Shul, which is at 7 Bialystoker Place here on the Lower East Side of New York. I see that he is concentrating on Masecha Sukkah for now. Right. That's- so that's uh, that's an Elul uh, program of study, just like last year he did Rosh Hashanah right. uh, for the first you know Elul section of the year. And uh, then he's going to move, as he did last year, into a certain portion of Masech de Brachos once uh, the Yom Tovir are over. Um, and uh, he does study uh, Mishnah Brewer on a daily basis every Tuesday and Wednesday during the same time slot that we have Parsha Shavua on Thursday. So everybody out there, uh, you have a real variety and a wonderful opportunity to come to the Bialystoker Shul and enjoy all of this. Um, you know, I like to say that... Uh, not everybody in our community gets this, uh, but very often life is course-driven or schedule-driven or, you know, however you want to put it, goal-driven. Um, and, and that's why very often, you know, degree programs and things like that are a very good benefit for people of all ages because it keeps them on track. Right, that's true. Someone commented to me the other day because they had experienced a rel- relatively long summer vacation they said they get so much more done when, when they're working during the school year. What do you mean? You have so much free time during the summer. You would expect, you know, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. They, they're they able to accomplish more once their schedule calls for them to be up at 530 in the morning. So the same thing here. When you're able to take your day and start with davening at 830 or whatever time you'd like to daven at the Bialystoker because they have a variety of times, uh, and then go to the Tushiurim, and as you said, Rabbi Ram, you know, add on the lunch program if you want, you're talking about a half a day spent in a positive social atmosphere and a positive Torah atmosphere, and frankly, spending the bulk of that time hanging out in a shul, which right. is a pretty good place to spend a good part of the day. I wish I had the opportunity in my day to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the problem is you can't stay for the sure with all your other responsibilities. <laughs> that, that is correct. So I don't know what else to say. You know, we're asking everybody, if you know people for whom this schedule is a really good schedule, if you know people in Brooklyn or Manhattan or anywhere who are near the subway or want to incorporate Rabbi Horowitz's uh, shiurim into their daily schedule, suggest this to them. If you know somebody who's elderly, uh, you said young retirees, frankly, will take older retirees who are able to, you know, get, get around and, and come and enjoy these shiurim. You should know for some of the people who come, it's just such a boost. Right. You know, because again, for some of them, they were looking for something to fill up their day with, with meaning, with purpose. And I know just it's intellectually stimulating, it's spiritually stimulating, it's really, you know, it, it can, I don't want to say it adds years to your life, I don't right. want to make any predictions, but, <laughs> right. you know, but... It uh, can. It, it can. can, it certainly can. And I think they also, some of the people, and I hear this, because I know people who go on a regular basis, 
they now feel like Rabbi Horowitz is their Rebbe. And right. frankly, when you get to a certain age, you don't always have a Rebbe that right. you see on a regular basis. Everybody so. needs a Rebbe. Exactly. Yeah, so no. that's a nice thing as well. 100%. So. All right, Siegel Torah Institute. It's in memory of my parents with a big thank you to Rabbi Ram and everybody at the Bialystoker Synagogue who's responsible for it. Rabbi Dr. David Horowitz today and every Monday through Thursday starts at 945. So you literally could attend the 830 Chakras of Bialystoker and then uh, be there for the 945 Sheer which is shear number one, the second shear at 11 a.m. every Monday through Thursday. And again, outside of the obvious, outside of Cholamoid and you know, the obvious weeks that you would think uh, there's no uh, shiurim, this really does go on until the month of June. So, I'll add one personal yeah, note since just we're here. Sure. Uh, you had referenced it very briefly before, but part of what makes the program very special on a personal level is the fact that it is dedicated to the memory of your parents, uh, you know, you're not in a position to say this on the air, but your parents were incredibly special people, even though you knew them a lot a lot longer than I did. <laughs> uh, but just coming here to the neighborhood and benefiting from the incredible insight that your father always provided, seeing the rock of strength that your mother was, it was an incredibly, incredibly important experience in my early Rabbanos. And having the the uh, the institute you know named in memory of your parents just for for me personally is a very special thing for the for the shulas and the, and the community as a whole is a very special thing and uh, it's also a good opportunity to slip in a mazel tov. I usually don't get uh, an opportunity to wish a mazel tov over the radio, but a mazel tov on Binyamin and Kayla's wedding just two weeks ago, as you mentioned. Thank you. And, you know, how beautiful was it, as you pointed out at the time, that Binyamin's ufruf was on your mother's yard site and they especially enjoyed such a beautiful and close relationship. And we can just see that the generations build upon one another in such a beautiful and meaningful way. And uh, Halavai should just continue in that in that beautiful fashion. When I first saw the calendar that the Ufruf will be, and my parents were, were not into moving an Ufruf to a week before, right. you know, the Ufruf should be the Shabbos. And when I saw that there was no choice, the Ufruf would be on the day of my mother's yard site, it was just impossible for me to believe. And one other thing I want to say, and I'm glad you mentioned my parents, my parents were believers that if you have nowhere to be, be in shul. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, a morning off, you know, it's a good place to hang out. My, my, my father always, one of his famous um, uh, sermons was about mitzvah, gereris mitzvah, which is not a, this is not foreign to you and others who are rabbis out there. I'm sure many of you use this example. But once you walk into shul in the morning, the number of good deeds, mitzvos, you know, Jewish-themed uh, things that you are involved with, just by being there, just by experiencing davening, stucca, the social atmosphere of a shul, etc. It's endless. It's like, you know, it just it's a domino effect. So my parents were big believers. They're, our last name should have been Shulman, frankly, because <laughs> my parents were big believers that if, if you don't have somewhere productive to be, it's a good idea to be in shul. So I think everyone would agree to that, and... Baruch Hashem, this program really is a wonderful opportunity to be that, to to do that, to just be in the environment of a shul. No question about it. Uh, You know, we have a, um, uh, I I used to say that half the time I go to shul, uh, half the time I go to shul is because I watch my father under any circumstances. It could be 104 fever, it could be four feet of snow, and I'm not kidding, by the way. There were real examples of that, not not just in this neighborhood, but other neighborhoods uh, when he was a little bit more active. Um, you know, that was the rule. There was, no, there was no legitimate excuse not to be in shul. So, again, I think that's very fitting. And then, of course, Rabbi Ram, there's the famous Siegel football rule that you might be familiar with, 
which is which is when there's difficult weather outside, you know, one of these storms like the one we had the day of the wedding, right? right. When there's difficult weather outside, these seagull boys will turn to their father and say, need we go to shul today? And I will, of course, answer with the famous football rule in the Seagull home that if you would go to a football game in this weather, then you must go to shul in this weather. Right. So, right, 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 so right. there's a lot of a lot of shul stuff <laughs> with the Seagull family. So. Right. No, thank God. It's, if you have to be connected to a place, the shul is, a good, is exactly. a, it's the best place to be connected. Are you going to be using the football rule now, or uh, are you going to incorporate that into your... Uh, into that's, your... That's, that's a really good question. It's, I now, it's to... now the Yom Narayim. Your students may appreciate that as you encourage them to go uh, to synagogue more often. I probably know? have to go back to my board and discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you go. I thank you very, very much. Okay, it's always a pleasure. And a Ksivach Simatova, a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Amen. To you as well, and to the entire family, and to everyone who's listening. Amen. Thank you. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, the spiritual leader of the Bialystoker Synagogue, if you know someone who benefit, I think at this point, if you yourself uh, benefit from this, then you're going to act on this. But if you know somebody else who would really benefit from being in the Bialystoker Shul for two great shiurim and, of course, davening and the lunch that Rabbi Ram mentioned, etc., etc., uh, get in touch with us. You can literally uh, contact us here uh, in the studio, nachum at nachumsegel.com. Use our phone number, 212-529-4620. I'll be more than happy to give you all that information and, of course, you can go to the Bialystoker Synagogue website and to check out all the information there as well. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.